What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the pod. Uh, we're just going to call it the pod for right now. This is Sunday, June 11th. I think I'm going to start telling y'all the days because there's no telling when I'm going to actually get the pod out. Ideally, I try to have it out within 48 hours of recording, but, you know, just things things happen. Things happen. But, hey, we still had two episodes last week. Planning on getting another two this week. This is the first one. Now, I don't want to start off so vulgar. Well, you know what? I should, uh, you know... It's Sunday. Dave is back in town. Well, not back in town. He is back in the city. And uh, he's, he's he's causing ripples in the pond. He's back causing ripples in the pond. Uh, Priest this past Sunday at uh, Mount Sinai. And uh, I'm not going to tell y'all how the sausage is made. But I do. I, I love I love seeing I love seeing him in that. In that space and what he's become, because I know I will. I ain't, I ain't gonna get this. Ain't this ain't gonna be the Dave Cat Dave podcast? He he gonna he gonna be on the pod soon. He gonna be on the pod soon. Ah, uh, but again, without giving away how the sausage is made, I just think that there I could uh, perform. And, and again, I'm not I'm not taking anything away from him. He is doing his thing. I'm very happy and proud of my friend. But when I'm podding, even though I'm not doing it live, it's kind of, for me, a one-take deal. You know, I really, really, really hate repeating myself. I do heavily edit the pod, but mm, less less than I can honestly count on my hand times that I actually just straight up just like re did a redo. Like just went back and did a complete real Like I hate it. This is live. The recording is live. You're just not gonna get it live. You know, yeah. So you know, hey, you know, triple entendre on live. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But if I, uh, yeah, I, I think I've said enough. I think I said enough. It's it's Sunday, June 11th. So you know, I've I just I just been thinking, you know, shit I think about. This is really the essence of this podcast. Just shit I think about. And this is in no I, i'm just gonna get this out the way just in case because i don't want to get nobody jammed up i don't want to start nothing i had no conversations with nobody this is shit i think about and i just think about the whole dual income no kids the whole dink lifestyle and i obviously see the benefits positives and reasons why people would do it but yeah no i said the same thing three times it's pod deal with it but I think about it like, what is the purpose of being together if it's not to create a family? Not saying you're not not creating a family, but everything that you're doing, you can do without marriage. I it, like. I mean, yeah. I know there's tax reasons, and I mean, you know, I, it's just the idea of people, uh, just coming up, just being like, yeah, no, I want to be with somebody, but like, I don't want kids. I'm like, what? What do you mean you don't? Like that? That just it's kind of a, a weird. <laughs> it's 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 really weird. Like I don't understand. Like if you have an understanding with someone, then yeah, cool, you got your understanding, but like. If you're gonna like put an official title on something, what's the point if it's not to create a family? I I don't know. That's just, I, like I said, just shit I think about. 
And I was thinking about this because, like, women really get mad when, like, you're responsible and, like, not trying to nut. Actually, should I word it like that? Just not nutting. Like, I, I never, I mean, obviously, I'm not a woman, but, like, they really get mad about that. They really get mad if you don't nut. And it's just like, why? I It's. It, I. <laughs> if anybody's going to be mad about nothing, why, why, why are you mad? Because I mean, I understand why they're mad, but like, it's, it's just, well, as best as I can understand, but like, at the same time. Like you more mad than me about the shit. Like it's it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. Just podding. Just podding. Like, again, in no way am I talking about anybody, anybody. Because <laughs> I do know that obviously I have friends that are married, um, friends that have kids, friends that don't have kids, friends that are in relationships, friends that are in understandings with kids. Like just I, all of the boxes. But it just it just has me think because like I said, I see the benefit of the dual income, no kids, but. I, I mean, just back back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, that was the reason why people got married. So I just don't understand how we got so far away from that. Like there was a a purpose to it. So I I don't know. I don't. It's just, and like I said, shit I think about. Now it's funny how I just said um, I was talking about how the sausage is made, but um. You know, I guess I I can and do do it in my own way. Obviously, this is my my vehicle. I guess. <laughs> if you recall, a while back, actually, no, that was a different pet peeve. So actually, oh no, I have talked about this. I have talked about this, but it was people were doing better. People were doing better. It appears that people had got the message for a, quite some time. But uh, as of late, I guess I was, I, I don't think I was doing anything differently that would make you think that it was different from what I said. But um, I guess, let me, like, how do you respond to people that have heavy addictions to we'll say social media we'll say social media people that have heavy addictions to social media because like they've they've things have changed like back in the day when it was vine like that was cool but things have changed and progressed and now you're allowed to share longer videos now I am not judging anybody. I know we all have different days and lives and there's moments of time that you're free that most people aren't or vice versa or your schedule is your schedule. It all makes sense. But it really blows my fucking mind how somebody can sit wherever they are and watch eight minutes of back to back to back to back to back to back videos. And think that, oh my God, Michael needs to see this. Eight minutes worth. I'm not not one video that was eight minutes. Like there, this, this is the amount of videos. And the only reason why I know this, the only reason why I know this is because he's like, you know what? I am actually in one of those 
three times right now. And I know I've said before, do not do this. I'm not responding. I'm not opening. I'm not watching. Like none of that shit. And I, 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 I figured out where I went wrong. I glad, I'm glad I did this. I figured out where I went wrong. So, you know, I was trying to be nice and accommodating people. So, like, I'm just, like, sending random emojis, like, oh, like, fire, smiling face. And I guess they think that I'm actually watching the video. So, that that's my, this is my fault. This is my fault. But during one of those times, I was like, you know what? Because this the, these are people that I do consider friends. These are These are people that I do consider close to me. So, I was like, you know what? I don't see it like off rip and like, Hey, look, I'm a big thumbnail guy. I've talked about this before. Like if you, if you don't have my attention in the thumbnail, like nine times out of 10, like, nah, nah, not going to do it. But I gave this person the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, this is a close friend. Know me for long, long, almost two thirds of my life at this point. No, actually. Yeah. No closer to two thirds than anything else. So yeah, like long time. I was like, let me see what it is. So I actually sat there and watched every single fucking video from this one person. And I was like, I, and I looked at the clock because I did this and it was, uh, it was 313. I was like, all right, I started and then I stopped. It was 321. All I had been doing, I didn't respond to shit. All I had been doing is watching what they sent. And I'm just like, of the 13 videos that that's what blows my fucking mind because i look i send posts but the thing that but the difference most of the shit that people send me like bro like you can put that shit on your story and like if i choose to watch your story and see it and not tap out of it then cool and if then I decide I want to say something to you about it. I'll respond in that message. That that's you know that's ninety percent of how I use it. And obviously everybody's different, but like like I think that's way more of a respectful way to blow up somebody's timeline. I think, but you know I maybe people. You know, uh, well, I I don't like I, I I the stories are the most important thing to me. I don't care about my messages or my DMs or my inbox, but if that's the case, then that's a uh, telling. But anywho, and, uh, of these videos, some of them were funny, some were entertaining. Most of them, I'm just like, what am what why what what I like. And the thing that really pisses me off because I'm the type of nigga I, I did an Instagram a while ago. I'm a five, like I'm I'm a I forgot what it's called, but I'm a uh inquisitive i guess is the best way. i forget what it, i forget the actual term for the five was but um uh, i am someone that's gonna sit there and wonder and think for time that i should not but i that's my that's my ocd i'm just gonna be like this person's known me for this long they know me through this they know me during that this is our relationship i have to understand what they thought I was going to get out of seeing that they obviously had to, because I, I don't just, I, I, if I send you something, if I send you something directly, that's not on my story, then like it, I, it, it, if you respond, cool. I prefer you did because like, I'm sending it to you for a reason. And, and I like to think that that's what other people do. They send you things for a reason. So I'm, I'm just, I'm, 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 and, and it's, it's, 
yeah, it's getting it's getting crazy again because like there's like I wouldn't say urgent messages, but people that you respond to a bit more uh, quickly, and then there's people that are uh, well, you know, um, you don't respond to as quickly. <laughs> Ah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a uh, it's, a. Uh, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. I, and that's my problem. I try to understand. I try to understand. I should be as bigoted as perceived. Anyway, let's keep on uh, moving. Uh, so Zion, Zion, I know I talked about him a little bit and they, I, was really dismissive of it, but other people really seem to care about it. So the more I look into the situation, Mariah Mills has been going crazy the past couple of days on Twitter. And honestly, I I don't I don't see why anybody would have any I don't see why any man would have I mean, yeah, sure, Zion, you shouldn't be fucking with porn stars, but at the same time he also impregnated a stripper. So I I mean you know like no disrespect I guess to the stripper I mean Drake did the same thing you know these are things that you know men do um but yeah Zion the fact that this the fact that this bitch is going as crazy as she is <laughs> like, like I'm not, I'm literally I'm looking at the tweet okay here's the thing. As I'm looking at her explode, because I didn't know that this was going on on Twitter until somebody told me about it, I was I com- completely engulfed myself in it, and I haven't missed anything. But the thing is, the thing... Hold on, I forgot, I'm sorry. As she's going crazy, I'm like, I've seen this type of behavior before from a woman. I've seen this type of behavior Mariah Mills and guys, I really, I hate that I'm doing this. I hate that I'm doing this. The only reason why I'm doing this is because like I rep the home team. Like I, I do not believe in all of that shit, but I rep the home team. That's it. Like I'm a, I'm a liquor when it comes to my Zodiac shit, but I'm seeing that shit. And I said, this bitch gotta be a Scorpio. This bitch gotta be a Scorpio. I, the, I've seen this behavior before and it was from a Scorpio woman. Sure enough. She went to Scorpio. Was she? She? She's on the cusp, though. Her birthday's in October. She's on the cusp. I was like, that, "It makes sense. It makes sense." It may, bro. I'm just. She was, but anyway, if I'm Zion, like, dog, <laughs> you him, dog. That's what you want. That's what you want. I need this bitch to go crazy. (laughs) It's like, I'm not going to say anybody's name, but we have a friend, or I have a friend that, um, (laughs) I have a friend that long, 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 long time ago was in a relationship with someone, and uh, the relationship didn't last, and that person, after that relationship, uh, decided to play for the other team. So we always give him shit like, damn, dog. Like, <laughs> he tried yo dick and said, none of these. <laughs> none of these. Now, like, he should have flipped it. He should have flipped it and been like, hey, look, nah, she knew she ain't going to get no dick better than this one. So fuck it. If this is how men treat me and this is the best dick there is, fuck it. It is what. That's how he should have flipped it. But, you know, 
He's yet to do that in all these years, so we still give him shit about it. So, like, dog, when she breaks up, like, hold on. <laughs> they don't break up with you. <laughs> well, they do in their head. But when Zion was like, whenever he was going to be done, because this was, well, I would like to say inevitable, but I mean, maybe not. He was pulling it off. I mean, this. Well, he really dropped the ball by her getting pregnant, but like at the same time, so, this is not that conversation. But anyway, her going as crazy as she is, just that like Zion, like you earn his stripes, dog. You earn his stripes. That's what we want. Team men. Yes, sir. This bitch needs to go fucking crazy. See, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's fire. That's why this is what Tori was talking about. This is what Tori was talking about. Nah. Hey, man. Hey, Zion. Salute. I mean, granted, you should not have been messing with those type of women anyway. I'll let y'all think about what I meant by those type. You'll more than likely be wrong, but I understand because I said it. It's a double entendre in itself. Zion. <laughs> Honestly, all this is doing, I would think, is make other women want him even more. He's already a 250 millionaire. <laughs> like, if we are, he's reckless with his seed. He likes this type. And he made her go crazy. So obviously, there's something about him that made her go crazy. I need to find out what it is. So, like, Zion is doing nothing but winning in this situation, except for the, the whole uh, 18 years of child support minimum. He should probably watch the uh, documentary or uh, the 30 for 30 broke. Somebody tell Zion Williamson to watch that uh, documentary. Documentary 30 for 30. I mean, they're the same thing, but for some reason, they don't feel the same thing. Now, now completely random. Again, shit I think about. Not, okay, this is going to be crazy, but because I'm saying it and you're listening to it, you understand what I'm saying. But like a non-binary female... Now, obviously, nine times out of ten, oftentimes than not, they um, are only non-binary because, well, let me just say, they're not having all the benefits of being uh, she, her. Yeah, I'll say it that way. They're not experiencing the privileges that some she, hers have. But if there is a they them, if you will, that is still could pass at okay, sorry, can't say pass as gets the benefits of a traditional she her, then uh God this pride my shit is kicking my ass. Fuck <laughs> it, we just gonna land the plane. They them pussy gotta be fire. They them pussy, and I, I'm talking about a female that is identifies as a they them. That this it's got to be fire, because I think we all agree like the crazier she is, the more fire it is in general. And like she thinks she like nine different people. Like like okay, you remember the movie? <laughs> you remember you remember the movie Split? When uh I forgot to do a name, but like he had like twenty three personalities or whatever. I think most women already come with like four or five. 
and at different levels they're able to suppress two or three of them but i think they you know i i, I just i just you know i mean i'm misogyny whatever i'm sorry but i just think something about a they them like she she don't even like oh I, i'm i'm just thinking about it it's 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 that's that's fire that's fire <laughs> like she's just talking to you dirty and shit but she's saying like we and us but your dumb ass is thinking she think she talking about me like us you fucking narcissist ass bitch <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry we love we love everybody we love every we <clears throat> <laughs> we love everybody we love most of everybody we love mo we love most of everybody i think that's fair we love most of everybody most of everybody yeah we love most everybody now i'm gonna go ahead and uh transition bit of a hard transition well what actually i could well yeah it's gonna be a hard transition either way <laughs> i thought i could do it but i can't but I guess I might as well throw in a little NBA Finals because I'm recording this on Sunday. Episode's more than likely not going to be out Monday. I know the game's tomorrow, so I guess I'll just talk about it right now. The GOAT Index. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what I'm calling it. The GOAT Index that I uh, came up with. Uh, it's pretty much I talked about it in the last episode. I believe the last solo episode that I did when I put a lot of NBA greats and uh, I know last year how I did their whole careers of like, you know, all their accolades and everything and gave them a point system and everything and just put everything together. So what I've done now is separated them all into every season. So for example, if somebody in that thing that I did last year had a hundred points or a score of a hundred, well, throughout their 12 year career, how did they get to that hundred in doing that? You're seeing how great on paper and as well as statistically because i added uh, stats into his statistical accomplishments and feats you can see you can kind of put a number to a, a guy's season you can you can put a put a score to a guy's season and i'm sure there's probably already some type of advanced analytic out there that does something like this but i enjoy i enjoyed this i enjoyed this and i have uh how many players did i did i look at uh let's see most of them are old school but i have a couple of the current nba players just for context uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two twenty three twenty four twenty five twenty six twenty seven twenty eight twenty nine thirty thirty one thirty two thirty three thirty four thirty five thirty six thirty seven so uh, yeah, we did. I used I, I went through thirty seven players. Uh, yeah, this is actually I've been working on this for quite some time. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. And even then, I'm sure I left out some players that uh, you probably think deserve to be included. But I assure you, if I actually did include them, they probably didn't deserve to be included. Because people that I was like, oh damn, how could I sleep on them? Once I looked at the totality of their career, I was like, yeah, you didn't really have any individually just great seasons, just ridiculous seasons. But overall, your career, like yeah, like you did all these things and accomplished all these things. But it's another lens i mean and when you're talking about the goats and the best of the best you're splitting hairs between greatness so this is just another form of that now i came to a lot of observations in doing this um first 
I'm going to explain the criteria and I'm not doing, I'm, I'm going to, this is going to be a series guys. This is going to be a series. Uh, cause there's a lot of content that I can get out of this. And I mean, you best fucking believe me doing all that work. <laughs> and I'm not going to get some episodes off with that shit. Now, again, it's, I don't think it'll be like last year when it was just purely just dedicated to that because I'm going to be using it in a different way. So I'll still be talking about, you know, current-ish events and stuff going on and just shit that I care about, shit that I think about, in addition to uh, a new observation that I have from uh, this uh, GOAT index. Yeah. So first, I'm going to remind you of the criteria, and uh, in uh, reoccurring episodes, uh, this next portion that you're about to hear, I'm going to edit out, and I'm just going to put this in. So, like, I'm just going to, like, hard transition, giving you the reminder of the criteria, and then just jump into the shit. So, I'm not repeating this shit, but you're going to hear this, like, again and again and again. So, yeah! Cool. All right. So, the criteria that I have for the GOAT Index... uh, it's very similar to what I did uh, last year. Very, very, very similar. Uh, so first off, uh, for winning a championship five, uh, for conference championship, or just, you know, the team that lost in the finals. So, you know, giving credit for, you know, being a participant, which uh, definitely benefits some people more than others. But, you know, I included it. Three points. Uh, and just for just so you can understand what I did, uh, if you won the championship, you obviously appeared in the finals. So you got the five points and the three points. So, like, it really... I, I I like high numbers, so like I just stack shit on top of shit. So, yeah. Uh, so starting again, you win a championship five, finals appearance three. Uh, everybody gets just one point just for playing in the season. Just so everybody, nobody was gonna end with a zero. So I just gave everybody one for playing. Uh, all NBA if you're first team three, if you're second team two, if you're third team one. All NBA defense. Uh, pre two thousand. 13 or 14 i believe 13 pre-2013 if your first team three points if your second team two points after or post 2013 if your first team two points if your second team one point reason for that is back in the before 2013 the coaches actually decided so you know i just value what you know the coaches have to say uh more than uh what the media has to say because the media has narratives and agendas that they like to get off so uh i lowered it for that uh so that affected guys more so in the modern day um the guys you know the all-time the people that we consider in the all-time great category uh, they weren't really affected honestly as of right now the person that was the most affected by this uh by this change of the all nba defense was uh Kawhi. uh because obviously kawaii has been a great and Giannis, uh they've been great defenders but uh they're just missing out on that one or two points and over time you know that does add the fuck up so anyway uh finals mvp uh in the summer when i did this i gave 1.5 this time around i gave 0.5 because it eh, i i just don't care about finals mvp like the championship is what matters like honestly adding like in the just like in the ncaa tournament like in the final four having the most outstanding player like nobody like i never cared but i i don't i don't know i don't know maybe i just i don't know i I, that 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 was stupid from the jump. I don't understand why uh, we needed to add an individual component to a team achievement. Obviously, during the regular season with the MVP and uh, you know defensive player of the year and things like that, like yeah, understood. Over the course of a season, yeah. But after that, we're playing for a championship. That's what matters. That's what's important. But we add all these personal individual accomplishments, which just it. 
really fucks up the entire game. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm gonna have to edit that, I guess. So, uh, I guess I'm gonna have to repeat this again next time and then use that, because I'm potting within explaining my criteria. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, for an all-star appearance, uh, half a point. Rookie of the year, one point, And, I mean, that's a big one point, because guys have one opportunity to win that. Uh, MVP, three points. And if you lead the league in any statistical category, one point. Now... Something that I didn't do last fall, or last fall, last summer, uh, was include statistical, well, actually, I ended up, like, added it in towards the end. I don't remember if I potted about it or not, but I added in statistical accomplishments and statistical feats from the regular seasons. Regular seasons. I've already started thinking I need to do this for the postseason now, so we'll see what that may look like. For uh, averaging 20 points a game, I did not do any rounding. If your nigga averaged 19.9, sorry, tough shit, not giving it to you. But uh, for averaging minimum 20 points, one point. For averaging 25, and I I compounded all of these. So somebody averaged 25 points, they would get the one point and the two points that you would get for 25. Like, I I compounded all of it. I I don't know. Hey, fuck it. Um, Let's see. Uh, For 30 points, three points. Uh, For uh, for averaging 35, four points. And uh, you would think that that's as high as I need to go, but uh, this guy, Will Chamberlain, did exist. So... uh, For averaging 40 points in the season, you got 5 points. For averaging 45 points in the season, you got 6 points. For averaging 50 points in the season, you got 7 points. And yes, again, I compounded all of that. And yes, again, spoiler alert, if you've been following along, Will Chamberlain had the greatest season based off of this entire metric ever in NBA history. And I'm pretty sure he didn't win a championship that season. So, you know, there it is. Boom. There's the flaw. It's It's already right there. But at the same time, like, Nigga averaged 50 and 25. He averaged 48 and a half minutes a game. There's 48 minutes in a game. He averaged 48 and a half minutes per game. How did he find a way to not even foul out? Like, I'm, again, like, yes, he didn't win a championship. Bill Russell and those Celtics were great. But, eh, I mean, you could say it's the flaw, but at the same time, like, and again, before I added statistical accomplishments, just uh, just based off achievements, I believe Wilt was like in the he was in the top ten, I believe, but he was like in the back half of the top ten. The second I added statistical accomplishments, every, most people been well, everybody had you know, everybody had the opportunity to benefit from it, but one guy obviously benefited way more than the others. So yeah, yeah, that that's what happens. You include stats, but I mean we like stats, right? Okay, well. Will Chamberlain, as far as season's concerned, has some fire-ass stats. Anyway, uh, so uh, for averaging five rebounds or assists, one point, and obviously guys do both, so you would get two points for it if you average five rebounds and five assists, you know what I'm saying? You know, keeping along, you know, keeping up at home. Yeah. Uh, for two points for uh, averaging 10 rebounds or 10 assists, or, you know, obviously if you did both, then that'd be four in addition to the five. So, like, you know, guys that, you know, were able to, like, average a triple-double or, hell, even a double-double for that matter, like, really eight once we add in the statistical stuff, you know? Uh, If you're averaging a... Oh, well, actually, I forgot. But because of Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell and Moses Malone, uh, you know, if you average 15 rebounds or 15 assists for game, three points, and if you average 20 rebounds or assists, uh, four points, and... Uh, the Will Chamberlain rule, if you average 25 rebounds or assists, uh, you get five points. So, yeah, I had to break the scale just to include Will Chamberlain. And uh, once we really get into this, it'll... yeah, yeah.
I mean, Will Chamberlain was him. I mean, you know, there's context and everything, and obviously he wasn't winning championships, but that's because Bill Russell had the mental edge over Will Chamberlain. So that's that's just what it was. That's just what that was. Anyway, if you uh, average a double-double for the season, that's two points. And if you average a triple-double for a season, so the Oscar Robertson and Russell Westbrook rule, uh, three points. And obviously, they really, really, really ate from there because uh, a double-double, that's two points. A triple-double, well, that's three and the two. But that's also two double-doubles as well because... The points and the rebounds, that's a double-double. The points and assists, that's a double-double. The rebounds and the assists, that's a double-double. Like, yeah, yeah. When, like, I mean, but the, again, you're you're including the totality of one's career. Their achievements, All-NBAs, championships, MVPs, All-Star appearances, in addition to what they actually did on the floor. Like, he averaged 25 points a game for six, seven years. Well, yeah, your score is going to reflect that. I accounted for that. So, you know, but again, obviously everybody, you know, there you can find a flaw with anything. Um, if you played, I playing games matters to me. Playing, playing matters. Uh, so if you played 65 games, minimum one point. Uh, if you played 75 games, two more points. So obviously you get the three points because obviously you play 65. And if you played all 82, three points. Like, you know, I, I think that's, that should be the easiest to get, you know, <laughs> professionals doing their job. You know, that, that's the easiest thing you would think. So that is the scale that I had and uh, some interesting observations that I had after I've done all this. Because, again, there's a lot of things, a lot of things I can say about this. First of which is I'm going to tell y'all uh, the greatest season, the greatest. So the greatest rookie year, the greatest second year, the greatest third year the greatest fourth year. And uh, unfortunately, since, you know, this started off with, you know, guys who are all-time greats and done with their career, um, this scale currently goes all the way to 20. And, uh, well, we have a, you know, there's a guy that's more than likely going to play his 21st season. And uh, I think he's going to outperform Dirk Nowitzki. So, uh, yeah. Um, I can just go ahead and pencil that in. Uh, LeBron had the greatest 21st season in NBA history. But uh, we're going to start from the top. The greatest rookie season in NBA history was Will Chamberlain's uh, rookie season. Uh, it would be much longer if I would have had uh, all their stats and everything like to explain that to you. But I'll, you know, I'm definitely going to talk about this in a different form. So I'm just going to sh share y'all this right now. Just These are just little teasers and nuggets. We're going to get way, 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 way deep into it. There's so much I could talk about from this. Like, honestly, this alone, I could probably get like 10 episodes just off of this fucking shit. And like, I can add, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you how the sausage is made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, Kareem had the greatest second season. Wilt had the greatest third season. Michael Jordan had the best fourth season. Wilt had the greatest fifth season. Dr. J had the greatest sixth season. Michael Jordan had the greatest seventh season. Shaq in 2000 had the greatest eighth season. Moses Malone had the greatest ninth season. Hakeem had the greatest tenth season. Michael Jordan had the greatest eleventh season. Michael Jordan had the greatest twelfth season. Michael Jordan great. Michael Jordan had the greatest thirteenth season. Will Chamberlain had the greatest fourteenth season. Will Chamberlain had the greatest fifteenth season. Kareem had the greatest sixth. 16 season, LeBron had the greatest 17 season, Kareem had the greatest 18, 19, and 20th seasons. And LeBron will likely have the greatest uh, 21st season. Uh, so LeBron is, uh, well, he's, he has one penciled in for another. 
Uh, Wilt has uh, one, two, three, four, five of the greatest of that year seasons ever. You know, just based off of this, you know, little thing that I put together. Uh, Kareem has one, two, three, four. And Michael Jordan has one, two, three, four, five. So uh, we kind of, I mean, we'll go go discussion uh, pretty much right there. You know, I think we, uh, well, uh, shut, shut it down. Shut it down. Uh, well, that's it. I'm actually heard about it because uh, I actually had fucked up when I was uh, calculating this. And uh, I saw Kobe was right there for like the greatest 17 season, but I I miscounted LeBron. So uh, yeah, LeBron uh, in 2020, his uh, 17 season. Obviously graded out much better than uh, Kobe's uh, 17th season. But then again, Kobe wouldn't even have had it because it was actually Jason Kidd, who at that time I thought had the greatest 17th season ever. But um, yeah, that one ended up going to LeBron. So, Anywho, something that I noticed when doing this is we're talking about all-time greats, the greatest. And it's kind of like PER. Like, I believe PER, like, if you're at a 20, 20 or above, like, you're, like, an all-star, and, like, just the higher you get, the better and everything, but I think, like, the average is, like, you know, like, in the teens, and the low teens, I believe, I don't know, I don't really, I don't really remember too much right now about the PER, but uh, I kind of saw that that seemed to be true here as well. 20 looked to be a great benchmark of, like, this was an all-time great season, uh, you probably won a championship in that season as well. Um, now there are guys that have high twenties, some thirties, and again, Will Chamberlain broke the scale. He uh, he had a uh, uh, the number one score in his third season uh, when he averaged fifty and twenty five. Uh, he had a uh, fifty three and a half points that season. And just for context, the max points if you just do everything, win a championship, uh, uh, get All NBA first team, All NBA defense first team, like if you get every single thing, every single fucking thing. Uh, the max for it is, I believe, uh, 73. And uh, Will Chamberlain had uh, 53 and a half. So, yeah. Oh, and obviously, like, that's including getting a rookie of the year. So, if you do everything from jump, obviously, that number goes down because you can't get rookie of the year after that. So, yeah. Low 70s is the max. Absolute max. Kareem had 50. Or Kareem Will had 53. But anyway. 20 is a pretty solid number. 20 is like, yeah, that is one of the all-time greatest seasons of all time. Like, that would be within the top, uh, I would probably say 50. I think uh, I need to count these again, but I think it's safe to say, again, given my criteria and things, if you grade out at at a 20 or above, it's safe to say you had a top 50 season in NBA history. Now, for context, I want to talk about the uh, current NBA players. Well, actually, my fault, since, you know, NBA Finals is tomorrow, so I guess we might as well just like, oh, yeah, and I'm talking about the Finals, too, yeah. So, uh, assuming that the Nuggets win tomorrow, and assuming that Jokic does get Finals MVP, Nikola Jokic would have a 20-point season this season. So, like, you know, I like like you needed me to tell you, but Jokic winning championship and Finals MVP, like, yeah, he's had one of those all-time great seasons. But obviously, for you to be the all-time great and be on these lists with these guys, you need to, you know, put together quite a few of those throughout your career. And obviously, win some championships. In real life, winning championships trumps fucking all this shit. Because Draymond, Draymond, you know, we'll start there. Draymond has a 20-point season. 
And obviously, that is a season that the Warriors won the championship. I believe that was 2017 when he was like all NBA first team or something ridiculous like Draymond. Uh, he was drafted for 13, or no, 14. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, that was either 2017 or 2018. Anyway, Draymond has a 20-point season. And for context, Jason Tatum doesn't have a 20-point season yet. And, you know, so just saying winning a championship helps. Obviously, if the Celtics win last year, Jason Tatum would have had a 20-point season. He ended that season at 15 and a half. Uh, Again, just based off of, you know, my little, my little thing. You know, whatever, whatever. Everybody's great at the same, but and I I used uh, some of the younger guys in the league, like for example Luca. Uh, he has well, God, there's so many things I could say about this. Uh, Luca's had not had a 20 point season yet, um, but the average for his career and something that I haven't talked about yet in this episode is after I did this with all the guys' individual seasons, I did an average of what and just an average season score for them was, and uh, well, if you're above. 13 i'll say like you you deserve to be in the top 10 discussion if you're in the if you above 13 and uh yeah i guess that'll be another episode for another day i'll save that down um but uh luca right now just he's averaging 10 so like he's he's well on his way well on his way obviously needs to add to it for context uh russell westbrook he's at 11.8 but yeah, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. Well, I I I I tipped my hand. So uh, talking, going back to these twenty point seasons, Steph has two twenty point seasons. Uh, one in twenty, uh, what's that? Fifteen and one in twenty sixteen, uh, where he had a twenty two and a half and a twenty five and a half. So uh, you know, you would expect that the unanimous MVP to at least that should at least be a twenty point season. And then you know, being a four time champion somewhere along the line, hopefully you would have hit that number. And I'm pretty upset. Last year he didn't hit that number. Uh, obviously they won championship finals MVP, but uh, filled uh half a point short. So you know that hurts. That hurts. But Kevin Durant. Uh, all-time great you know well 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 i mean i mean looking at his what he's actually achieved and what he's done i mean we all know his game and what he's capable of but you need to eventually be judged on what it is that you did not what you can do so oh kevin durant has a 120 point season and that was in 2017 so and that was at 20 so based off of my scale kevin durant's greatest season uh would be Steph Curry's third best season. So, you know, you know, whatever. Uh, as far as averages for them to, uh, Kevin Durant does average, his average is 11.7. Steph's average is 11.6. So, you know, they're, they're both right there, neck and neck. But obviously, we all acknowledge Kevin Durant's game. Just acknowledge what Steph has actually done and what his name is next to. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, no 20-point seasons. Not really too surprising. He doesn't really, you know, play much. And when he when he does, he's cool. But, you know, the year that they, they won the championship in Toronto, finals MVP, he got an 18. Because uh, his regular season dominance just, you know, I mean, he, he did well in the regular season, but he's not averaging that 30, 37, 6, like, you know, shit like that. That that wasn't not his MO. And, you know, Kawhi's never going to get the benefit of just, you know, playing in every game, getting those easy points. So, Tough for Kawhi. Tough for Kawhi. Really tough. Uh, Giannis is, uh, he has two, he has two, uh, high seasons. 
Uh, <laughs> he has two, uh, one at 20 and a half and another one at 25. And I'll go into detail on all of these at another time. I just wanted to give context about these 20s. Uh, Russ, the year that he averaged a triple double, uh, yeah, 28 and a half. That, uh, that would, that one season. And I mean, yeah, he didn't win a championship and obviously that's what matters in real life. But when you just going back and looking what was achieved, I mean, Russ graded out at a 28 and a half, which is higher than anything Steph or KD have. Well, honestly, higher than anybody in the current NBA has outside of actually. I think that would also be LeBron's highest season as well. No, that would be higher than LeBron's highest season. So, like, I mean, if you want to include stats, and, I mean, if we look at Russ's resume, I mean, look, the Lakers did a hell of a job trying to, like, you know, destroy his narrative. But, you know, what he's actually done, you know, he did do that. So, you know, you really got really to deal with that. Uh, James Harden, he has one 20-point season. Uh, Russ has two. Uh, Joel Embiid, uh, getting that MVP this year, he got him his first uh, over 20. And uh, like I said, Draymond has a over 20. And just so you can, just so this maybe lands a little bit, these are a couple of guys that have zero in their entire career 20-point seasons. So they're more of just longevity greatness and, you know, maybe obviously winning championships. But I obviously accounted for championships in their score as well. So just saying, again, I put some time into this that I accounted for it. Jason Kidd, Dirk Nowitzki, Steve Nash, Anthony Davis, and Chris Paul all have zero to date 20 point seasons. And obviously the only one, only ones active are Anthony Davis and Chris Paul to date. They have not crossed that threshold of 20 great players, great careers, very decorated and achieved in their own right. But in, as far as in a vacuum of a singular season, we haven't seen that all-time greatness yet, in my opinion. Uh, and Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley has one season over 20. One. Really makes you think about that old, uh, uh, what's it, uh, plumber's argument? Obviously, Charles Barkley's not a plumber, but uh, if he only had one season, he was dominating. Like, who are they playing against for real, you know? Or who were they for real? Now, we'll end with this. Obviously, um, when I started this whole GOAT index, I was definitely trying to, you know, find and manufacture arguments and narratives to obviously uh, have Kobe Kobe sit in his rightful place. And um, the arguments that I wanted to have and discussions that I wanted to have, I've yet to find the way to manipulate the numbers for me. Well, I mean, I have one that's already sitting there. That's pretty plain as day. But I, I, I was trying to, you know, I was getting greedy. I was getting greedy. I was trying to, you know, trying to get more. Uh, but I'll save those. I'll save those. Still trying to decide how I want to go about this um, in the future. But uh, there's a lot of information here. <laughs> a lot of information here, man. And uh, it really, it really will sh shed some light on um, on some of the all-time greats and uh, what they accomplished in individual seasons. Because we see their full resume, and we're like, "Oh man, wow, that's crazy!" Like, "Oh man, that's great!" Or, "Yeah, he had a great career." But when you really look at somebody, you know, that's something I'm going to try to look at. Like, you know what? I think this is easy in our lifetime of actually watching and paying attention to basketball in co for context. The highest score is Shaq in 2000 with a 35 and a half. With a 35, that is by far the highest of anybody in our era 
or in our era, in our in the past thirty in I'm twenty nine, I'm gonna be thirty. In my lifetime of watching basketball, thirty five and a half by Shaq is by far the highest from any player that has played in the NBA. And we all say, oh, he's the most dominant. He's the greatest. There was no stopping Shaq. He's this. He's that. And I actually had a whole point that I decided to table about <laughs> shitting on Shaq's <laughs> dominance. But I cannot take away what he accomplished in that that singular season. And my numbers definitely reflect that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and end with this. Shaq's tied with two, two other people. But that 2000 season alone was the eight, tied for eighth in the greatest season based off of, you know, my scale in NBA history. So I guess I'll be nice. Shout out to Shaq. Next episode, me and Jeff are going to definitely shit on Shaq, or at least that's my plan. We'll see if uh, Jeff's able to uh, catch that vibe. We'll see.